Another edition of Riding Home here on Dog Post, Dean Luggy and Matt DeBerry. And of course, uh, today, Tate Ratledge going with the dogs. Uh, not really a surprise, Matt. This is Georgia's second commitment in, a, in about four days here. Last Thursday, another big commitment too. Let's start with Tate. Um, he uh, kind of grew up in an area of Georgia where there can be Tennessee sympathies, but at the end of the day, uh, Georgia, Sam Pittman, Kirby and company were just too much to hold off. Yeah, this is a giant pickup for Georgia today, uh, beating out Tennessee from one of the nation's top offensive tackle prospects. If you're on dog post, this is definitely not a surprise. It's I felt it's been kind of trending this way for months now, especially back in the fall. And the sooner it got to a commitment date, uh, the more I thought – that Georgia would be the pick, so definitely not surprising. But this is a very big get. Uh, grew up in a big Tennessee family. Uh, lots of Tennessee volunteer connections, uh, obviously with him being from North Georgia. But Sam Pittman was not going to lose one of his top targets to Tennessee. And, uh, I mean, he proved again why he is the best recruiter uh, in the nation. Not only the best offensive line coach in the nation, but the best recruiter, too. This was a big, important recruit for Georgia in this 2020 class they have to load up um, on offensive linemen and they got one of the best today so massive pickup for Georgia I mean uh, we've been able to see him for a, a, a while now you went and saw him uh, a year or two ago early in the days um, of his high school career I saw him at the opening bunch of camps and he is the real deal Dean 6'6 315 uh Looks like a giant right tackle. We'll see if he moves over and can play at that left tackle spot uh, down the road. But big, versatile, nasty offensive lineman, and he's going to be a big deal. What do you think? So he's a top 50 player, consensus uh, top 50 player. I think the biggest thing with him is, you know, you've got length there. Um, the, George is going to need a, uh, a right tackle um, in, in their future. Uh, because it looks like Cade Mays is probably going to slide over the left tackle. Someone's going to slide over the left tackle. Yeah. And um, the, the, I want to touch on what you said about Sam Pittman. Um, the biggest thing about him being the best recruiter in the country, and I think that is an accurate statement, um, I just don't know who else individually continues to roll in as many kids as he does. Right. Um, Kirby... This will be something that I talk about in what we're hearing, um, which I delayed because of this Tate thing. But um, you know, Kirby was talking to a private audience not that long ago, and he said that he's uh, completely all in on recruiting. That's a hundred percent what he thinks. You know, makes things go. And if if you believe that, which it's obvious, he doesn't even have to say that. For it's it's obvious. Um, if you believe that, then the, the most important person that you can have recruiting is your offensive line coach because that person's responsible for five players, just in one just in one you know year. Really, that, that person's responsible for thirteen to fifteen players on the team. Sam Pittman getting Tate Ratledge is something that should have been expected um, because for all of the discussion about how X player likes. Um, ex school when they're younger, it doesn't seem to matter with this group uh, of recruiters. It doesn't seem to matter for them at all, ever, with wherever anyone's from. We're going to talk about uh, Mikhail Sherman in a minute here, but if you were to talk to people 
about that section of Georgia. It's about as sympathetic to Tennessee as it gets. And yet, Tate Ratledge is going to Georgia. And yet, Trevor Lawrence is at Clemson. I mean, Trevor Lawrence was a, a Tennessee guy. Cade Mays, too. Especially these North Georgia kids. It, well, it North, is important Northwest, for Tennessee Northwest, to come into... Yeah. Northwest Georgia is very different than North, Northeast Georgia. No one in Hiawassee or Clayton, Georgia, is being confused as being sympathetic towards Tennessee. But go ahead. Right. But right up 75. Yes. Yeah, I mean, different. you got Trevor Lawrence, uh, Tate Rowledge, those guys who grew up you know, with family members, family members with ties to Tennessee, grew up with orange in the house, and uh, Tennessee isn't landing those guys. And uh, a lot of it is it, it does go back to what you said. I mean, kids grow up with a team that they cheer for every Saturday, but once the recruitment starts, the kids will tell you very soon, hey, like, I mean, that was when I was younger. I got to do the best thing for myself, this and that, but – if you look at it, the playing time was there in Athens mm-hmm. uh, for anyone in, in 2020 who wants to commit to Georgia. He is still in state. Sam Pittman's been on him from the, the very beginning. The first time I saw Tate Ratledge was at an MVP camp at Kennesaw Mountain High School. Uh, I think it was about two years ago, around this time, a little more than two years ago, and he was just coming off a visit to Georgia. I think this was his freshman year, right after his freshman year. So he's been a top Georgia target, seems like, for years now. Sam Pittman has been on him for a while, and he was not losing Tate Ratledge to Alabama, Tennessee, or whoever. It happened to be Tennessee was uh, the team that came in second place, as expected. But right. Sam Pittman wasn't losing this one. Uh, big get well, for sure. Now, let me say this, too. If you're Tennessee, and Je- look, Jeremy, I think most people will will sit there and say that he is a good recruiter. I think he's a good recruiter. I don't I don't know that he's an elite recruiter. Yeah. And, and and right now, if, you wanna, if Tennessee is going to get off the mat, you know, they, I can't remember the last time they've been to a bowl game. It wasn't that long ago, but I can't. I, I I really cannot remember the last time they've been to a game that matters at the end of the season. If they want that to happen, they've got to start getting guys like this. And you know, you add Tate Ratledge, you add Trevor Lawrence, you add Cade Mays. Oh, all of a sudden, you know, you're talking about a legit program that can challenge for the conference. You don't get those guys, and you're losing to Vanderbilt. So it is. It is a it is an important thing for Tennessee to get going here, uh, but today they just couldn't do it. What about with Kyle Sherman? Um, you know, Georgia for a long time should have really attacked the Mid Atlantic. Uh, there are no loyalties up there. No one, no one cares about college football up there. Um, and now you're seeing. Uh, I don't think that Sherman is going to be the last guy Georgia gets from the Mid Atlantic. But what would you make of that recruiting and and uh, you know, what do you think the future is there for him? He's a top 15 player in the country. Yeah, I mean, at one point I thought Georgia might sign more kids from the DMV area than the actual state of Georgia. They might only sign six kids uh, from, from the Georgia. state of Georgia. Yeah. yeah, but they went and attacked that area hard. As you said, they got Mikhail Sherman, the I think the number two outside linebacker in the country. I think he could play inside. I think he could be a monster there. We'll see. He'll probably play a little bit of both. Either way, he's a five-star top ten prospect in the country. Came in second place for Brian Breesy, the nation's top overall player. Um, you don't no points for second place in recruiting, but they went all out and almost got him. Um, came in second to Clemson there, but Demon Clowney looked at Georgia for a long time. We'll see if he opens things up. Um, he's currently committed to LSU. Uh, Marshawn Lloyd, five-star running back up there. Uh, Raheem Jarrett's a guy they went after really hard before his LSU commitment. So. I don't think this is something new. Well, it's new right now because they haven't attacked this area 
it previously like they are now. But I do think moving forward, they probably will attack that area hard. But with this staff, it's wherever the five stars are, yeah. whether they're in Texas, California, Florida, Georgia, or Maryland. Every year is going to be different because this staff is going after the best of the best, no matter where they live. So, okay, let's wrap it up with this. This this class now is a consensus top five class uh, in the country. Uh, with only Cle- nine commitments. Well, I was going to get to that. Clemson, yeah. I think Clemson has fourteen. Alabama has sixteen. So Georgia still has quite a bit of ways to grow. Uh, we have not seen Clemson recruit like this. They've done a hell of a job so far. Uh, but it's early and, um, you know, Georgia's added two kids that are going to get them closer and closer to the top. They, they do have the ability to chase number one, but who do they have to get, uh, to, to, to be the number one class? Um, well, running back, obviously you need to sign two of the best there. If you can get two five stars, which is obviously possible the way Del McGee, one of the other nation's top recruiters, uh, does his thing. But adding Kendall Milton, five-star running back out of uh, Fresno, California, would be big. Marshawn Lloyd, who I think could pop this they, summer. They should not get the kid from California, right? We'll see. I, I've been told Ohio State leads right now. He's coming off a visit to Georgia for G-Day. I think he'll be back in the summer. If he makes it later this month for the scavenger hunt, which is going to be a big deal, I think Georgia will add even more commitments this month. Um, If he makes another trip to Athens later this month, I definitely think Georgia could be in the driver's seat for the rest of the summer and into the fall. But they're going to have to fight off Ohio State, who's got some momentum with Kendall Milton. They're going to have to fight off Oklahoma and also USC. I've been told if – USC makes a coaching change, the Trojans become a top team to beat right there, and they're automatically in it. I'm not sure the Milton uh, camp is uh, on the same connection right now with the current USC staff. So if they make a change um, at Southern Cal, I definitely think they're right back in the ball game. But, I mean, Georgia's running back you now. I think they're certainly in uh, Milton's top three. They could pull him, but if not, it's not the end of the world. There's a lot of options out there. We'll see where they go, but they need to add those guys. Obviously, five-star Eric Gilbert uh, is a top target. If they can go out and get Darnell Washington, who is a major target for uh, Todd Hartley, as we put on dog posts multiple times. So, yeah, I mean, the five-star targets are out there. They just got to land if they want to make that top spot. It's going to be hard to beat Clemson in the end, Mm -hmm. especially because I think numbers are limited for this Georgia class after taking a couple big ones recently. But, I mean, it's going to be quality. It might not be the biggest class, but I don't know if Georgia will take one three-star. I mean, this could be well, a, the only a class two, Yeah, the only two schools in the top ten who don't have three-star kids are Georgia and Clemson. And there's one the, – the one kid at Clemson, I, I mean, he's way down the list, but he's, he's considered a four-star kid, which is kind of amazing that we're – you know, Four-star kids used to not make it if you weren't in the top, you know, three hundred. It was you start you just a, you just went to be a three-star. That's just what it was. But I guess now anymore, uh, you know, folk, folks can make their determination however they want to. At the end of the at the end of the day, um, I, I will be interested to see. You know, Clemson has not typically lost kids um, right. over over this run. Um, but they haven't been recruiting against Georgia a lot of that time either. And I, I, I will be curious to see if there's some wiggle room with the guys that they've been going up against Georgia head-to-head with. There's only been a few of those, though. Um, Breesy 
the kid from uh, Cobb County that we expect to go to Clemson. Miles Murphy. Yeah, Miles Murphy. Other than that, I don't George really... Birch is a guy. Birch, uh, and, yeah, in Columbia. You know, Georgia did pretty well with Cade Mays, uh, but that was a Tennessee-Clemson-Georgia thing. Um, but that also wasn't a decommitment. So I, I, I don't... You know, look, I think you doubt... Kirby and company in terms of recruiting prowess at your own peril. They they have consistently taken who they wanted, uh, period. And they've not let anyone get in their way. Alabama, Auburn, you know, the perennial powers in recruiting, um, they've not let them get in their way. The 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 we're it's May. It's not even the fourth of July, it's May, and I think we've got a very long way to go. Um and this is a class that even though Georgia may only sign, what, 20-ish, 22? Right. They still, it's tough to be the number one class with that. But the one thing I'll add is there's only one school in the last three classes who have had top three classes every year, and that's Georgia. Alabama hasn't done that, neither has Ohio State. And obviously Clemson has not because they've not been in the top ten in one of those one of those times. Yeah, Kirby Smart keeps saying that there's a standard of how they play on the football field. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of been a theme for the past few years, but he's also set a standard on the recruiting trail as well. I well, mean, they are. Yeah, go ahead. Well, and it's up to them to close the deal. Yeah, but they're doing it right now. Big time commitment today with Tate Radledge. Again, I just want to talk about him real quick. He's a big kid, good length. He's strong. He's technically sound. He's not as raw as a lot of offensive linemen that you see uh, coming up nowadays who are just big and strong kids. But he knows how to play the position. He can handle speed rushers. He's got the. Uh, he's strong enough to handle the the big def- defensive end, defensive tackle types. But I mean, he's a leader. Uh, he's got team captain written all over him. I think he is going to be a major player for this team, not only on the field but in the locker room as well. So this is a guy who you could see starting multiple years at Georgia and being, you know, one of the the leaders and team captains of this offense and, and team moving forward in the next few years. You know, the, thing, the one thing about private school kids is you often get them and they are pretty developed. Right. Like they're not raw. And I didn't think he was raw really as a freshman when I saw yeah. him. So to some degree, he's wazy wig. He's what you see is what you get. But he's, but you know, with that said, um, he looks like a right tackle out of the box. He's. I agree with. You. He reminds me, and the circumstance reminds me of Cade Mays, just because yeah. he's a private school kid. He should come in and play early. He should play right tackle. Maybe he'll develop into a left. I think Cade is more likely to be a left tackle yeah. in the future than, than Tate. Well, I think I think Broderick's more of a right tackle too. See, and also, that's so the there's other options thing. there. Yeah, I was gonna say. That's I mean, crazy. There, there are there are there are certainly. So Broderick is Broderick Jones is committed to Georgia from Lithonia High School. Broderick is a seems bigger, I guess. He's leaner. Um, I think height wise they're around the same. He might be uh, Tate is I think a legit six six. I think Broderick is around that high six four, maybe a short six five type, right around there. He's got the height. I think he's slimmer and he's leaner. Radledge is around 315. I think uh, Broderick's around 285 or something like that. So a little leaner. Um, he's a little longer, but he's definitely more raw. Um, well, he's certainly more He's certainly more yeah. raw when, you, when yeah. you watch them play. They both play both ways, or they have played both ways. I don't know what Broderick will do, um, or Tate either. But when, you know, 
for Tate, the expectations of playing at Darlington are different than they are at Lithonia. I mean, Lithonia, maybe you don't play both ways just because of the size of the school. Tate is going to have to play both ways, or at least I would be a little bit disappointed if he's not. Let me say this, too. Um, Darlington is a very good situation. That's a good school up there in northwest Georgia. That's a good um, football program. That coach has been there for a while. He is he has produced um, results up there over time. He's a smart. Um, he's just done a good job, I think, over time up there. And there's a lot to admire about Darlington, um, uh, the Darlington school. It's a good school, and um, he's getting his. I think those kids are getting their money's worth up there, in, in what I have seen. But as far as Tate is concerned, I expect over time. I expect him to be sort of more polished, less raw. Uh, but I do expect him to come in and fight for, you know, not a starting position, but for playing time. Um, and maybe maybe he's a poor man's Cade Mays. Maybe that's the best way to put it. I'm not sure. I agree. I think he's going to push for playing time. Um, uh, he's He's got the tools. He's got the tools. And, again, not only is this big for Georgia, but this is a big blow for Tennessee's class as well. They brought in a lot of talent in the last cycle. But, again, Jeremy Pruitt, preach the, you know, you come in here and start as a freshman type. So they sold playing time. I'm not sure you can sell playing time as much in 2020. And although they brought in two really good tackles last class, I mean, Tate was a guy they really wanted and recruited hard. Um, but unfortunately, so did Pam, Sam Pittman, and he's not going to lose that battle. No. Okay. Uh, thanks for joining us on Riding Home here on Dog Post. If you are listening on iTunes, uh, Instagram or YouTube or wherever, go over to dogpost.com, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T.com. We will see y'all from the road. The recruiting really heats up valuation period in May. Uh, go to dogpost.com for more. We'll see you over on the website.